Radio Pulpit, 657am, your daily companion. A very warm welcome from me, Esther, formerly Sibatim Khetim Kwanazi. I am humbled and I humble myself as we navigate through the Word of God and I invite the greatest and glorious God of glory, the Holy Spirit, to sit with us and teach and guide us. Give us understanding, Lord. Give us um, 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 wisdom. Give us a grace to know what you're saying to us and teach through me. I have no ability or knowledge, and I humble myself before you in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed, my brothers and sisters, wherever you are. I command your souls and spirits to be blessed. Wherever you are, a believer and non-believer, that you may receive and be able to receive what God, the creator of heaven and earth, has got for you. He's got something for you. And the very fact that you are listening to my voice is because God has an intention and a purpose for you. I pray that you do not miss out. Be blessed. We've been looking and navigating on the glory of God, what it means to be blessed with the glory of God, that we can walk in the presence of God or um, see or hear God or hear God speaking to us or to see the manifestations of signs and wonders particularly during these times that are so perilous. The times of lies, the times of perversion, perversioners, even defiance and rebellion against God purposefully. The times of lies where ministries are standing. Yet those behind it and majority come in perversion of the gospel to teach lies some without knowing it to please the people, some purposefully to please the people, people's pleasers, and some purposefully to dismay the people, cause the people to lose faith and hope in God, not to look forward to anything that is godly, some to even hate God. We are in the last hour. This is why I'm articulating A to Z in this manner. We are at that time and don't turn a blind eye on it and don't be ignorant about it. The Bible tells us my children are perishing because of lack of knowledge. And ignorance is this lack of knowledge. It's ignorance. Don't be ignorant. And you'll stand alone before God as we seek to operate in the gifts of the Spirit, but as we seek to have the presence of God, even as we seek to see the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be empowered. Be empowered with grace and mercy because that enables us to articulate salvation and righteousness and the love of God. It's never articulated physically. Nor the value. It's priceless. It cannot be looked at with your carnal eye. I said in many times and instances, even the gifts, it's not how many gifts you have. It's about obedience and commitment to doing the will of God. May God give you grace to locate a position. I've been saying it's not about what you've done. Even in those churches or ministries or wherever you are serving, God knows your heart if you wholly want to serve him. But I want to say this, and I said, if you don't ask him, God, where's my position? God, what must I do? 
We are to feed unto another. We are to feed unto one's call. And many days we are like the body organs. Remember, one is a nail, one is a finger, one is that knuckle, one is the eye, one is the nose. We need to sit where we are supposed to be. You can't have a nose and it's hidden. How do we breathe? We can't have an eye and it's hidden and that close. How do we look? How do we know where we're going? It's about time that we wake up. And I just break the powers of darkness, of all satanic blindness, satanic deafness, and satanic muteness, that you will be bold in walking and seeking God's ways and purposes where you are concerned. And you will locate it. And God, you will destroy anything that hinders your body. True saints and prophets walking. From walking where you have purposed it and fulfilling your plans and purposes, you will destroy. You said, I will not share my glory with anybody. You promised that. You said, no, my praise, I cannot give it to anybody. That's in Isaiah chapter 42. Take your glory even from us. God, we think we are called. Yes, we desire that. Yes, we know you have called us, but we have God to humble ourselves and give the glory to you and cause everybody else to give glory unto you. Be glorified. This is Radio Pulpit on 657 AM. Your companion in a search for meaning with me, Esther Sipatim Chetim Kwanazi. Be blessed. Let's have a look at, um, and we're talking glory. Usually it's through the Spirit of God. Many times it's through the Word of God. Many times it is it's the fire that you don't see. And I've made an example even of um, Achan. He betrayed the call and the covenant during the times of the wilderness. And he took from what was sacred unto God's service and he was burned with fire. But I also articulated the fire that was the very first glory after the children of Israel came out of Egypt. And they were in the wilderness. And when God came and visited for the very first time, and uh, the priest sanctified, anointed, and set apart Aaron and his sons and Moses and the people seeking the presence of God. At that particular time, when God manifested his glory, the sons of Aaron, by error, not purposeful dishonor unto God, by error, took instances because they could articulate or they could sense or they could see the presence of God. They took senses and burned that had incense in it and burned the fire before God and God killed them instantly. Why? I'm trying to say whether you are a believer or not, you are not above reproach. We got to seek to do that which is purposed. Pre-planned by God. Remember before we were formed in our parents' wombs, some mother's wombs, God already had purposes. When he puts us there, he's already finished, completed everything that we are to do, provided we walk in obedience, provided we honor him and glorify him and realize he is God, his sovereign. His sovereignty is above reproach. His sovereignty is not of this world. This is a wake-up call, my brothers and sisters, because the sin of the sons of Aaron, who were just in their service and doing their service for the first time, they did wrong before God, but not purposefully wanting to dishonor God. But they were killed instantly. We've articulated that. We've also articulated the fact that um, when David was fetching 
the Ark of the Lord, the Ark of the Covenant, after it was stolen by the Philistines in the book of um, Samuel, Second Samuel, Uzar, who was one of the lineage of Aaron as well, who were and was anointed to carry the Ark of God, the ark stumbled or the oxen that were carrying the ark of God. And they, this was also not a purposeful error to dishonor God. And when the ark stumbled, it was about to fall. And his thoughts was, I must take care of the ark of God that it doesn't fall. This was a wooden vessel. What if it falls and it breaks? You would think, I know you're doing too many things in the church. You're thinking, thinking for God. Don't, don't, do not. Don't think for God. Let God think for himself. In Isaiah 57 says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are way higher than yours. Isaiah 55. So let's go back. Uzar and the sons of Moses were doing service unto God. And just because the, the manifestation of God is so great, the sons of Aaron took the senses and put the fire in. They were killed, <laughs> consumed. Bless the Lord. Be sober before God. Be sober. And Uzzah carried the ark. He didn't carry, he just touched it so that it doesn't fall. And he died. Bless the Lord. I'm not laughing about the death. I'm just saying we are so <laughs> nothingness before God. And we better be mindful, especially if we claim to serve God. And don't take that word as said in the past if you're not called. It's an abomination. Um, the, the, the Apostle Paul has said, because of the glory of God, has already cursed angels and the peoples who pervert the gospel. You would say the truth of God. In the book of First Corinthians chapter 6, 1 to 5, he articulates the fact that we are to carry judgment. We will even judge even angels. But in the book of Galatians chapter 1, he already curses this is the word of God, and he was he wouldn't release any word without being released by God. He already cursed the angels and peoples. And I've said, and I'm going to reiterate this. I will read the book of Galatians. We're we talking the glory, the presence of God, because he's coming soon and he's not going to be delayed. They tried to kill Moses to delay or hinder his coming, which would be hundreds of years in coming preparation. God wanted to set apart the righteous Israel. And during the, the time of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Magi's who carried the word went to King Herod and said, we've seen the star of the one who's coming, the deliverer, and I paraphrase, paraphrase here, the deliverer, or they said the king of Jews, but he, they, they killed sons. Many women wept. Because their children were killed. They were trying to hinder and block the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He came. He was already there. <laughs> Bless the Lord. And on their way there, and when they were there after they'd finished, God said, you're not going back that way where they want to kill this son. And they didn't. And so they killed blindedly. I tell you, Satan doesn't know anything about the plans and purposes of God. Bless the Lord. And he cannot do anything. He's guessing. And he guesses through peoples because he lies and beguiles them to serve him. And But they also don't know. Plans and purposes of God are sacred. That is why the Bible says we are hidden in sacred place of God. 
Psalm 91 talks about that. We are under his wings. We are carried by his wings. And his purposes and plans, he hides them. They are sacred to him and those who fear him. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Um, encouraging us to wait uh, for the coming of the Lord with fervent attitude of the Spirit. Um, because the repercussion is greatly painful for those who would ignore that. And this is Galatians. Galatians, I'm going to read it in light with First Corinthians chapter six and first um, and chapter one of Galatians and few script, few verses there because I want to make you understand, especially we who claim and purport to be Christians, we need to really stand in holiness. God cannot be pleased without holiness. Without holiness, we cannot please God. And it reads as follows: This is First um, Corinthians chapter six. I'm going to read from verse two. Do you not know that? Saints will judge the world, and if the world will be judged by you, you are unworthy to judge the smallest matters. Do you not know that you shall judge angels? Let me reiterate that because I'm going to show you where you already release judgments against judgment, angels and peoples. I'm reiterating that. Do you know that? Do you not know that we shall judge the angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? If then you have judgment concerning things pertaining to this life, do you appoint or why do you not appoint those who are least esteemed in the church to judge? I say this to your shame. Is it so that there is not a wise man among you, not one, who will be able to judge? Because we have to have a, an office of judgment in the church. We judge according to the word of God, not our flesh, not our wants. Bless the Lord. And in Galatians chapter 1, from um, I'm going to read from verse um, 4. It reads as follows. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another but there are some who troubled you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. Let me reiterate that. That's verse 3. But even if we... No, that's 8. <laughs> Forgive me. But even if we or an angel from God preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you. Let him be accursed, as we've said before. So now I say again, if anyone preached any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. And he continues and says, For do I now persuade men, O God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ." Blessed saints and non-believers listening to this, I'm saying when we seek God, you'd rather say, God, I don't know what to do. God loves that. Actually, he doesn't want us knowing anything. It's not false humility, God. Yes, I hear you saying this, but for you and your glorification and thanksgiving, how do I do it? God loves that. God loves that. God loves that he applauds such. And that is why... Um, he will say, I'll even give you, he said that to um, Solomon, King Solomon. He said, I do not know how to service your people. He was a king. He was a sunny king and grew up in this 
um, and he knew exactly fleshly what to do. And there were advisors who could have, they could have done well as far as the limitation of the flesh and carnal mind is concerned. But he said, God, I do not know how to govern this, your people, this righteous people. And God said, I will give you that. I'll give you wisdom. I'll even give you the wealth and riches that this world desires or needs to do this. And I will make you above the rest. And he was. And there hasn't been any competition to that effect in this world, even the times that we are in. Bless the Lord. We continue with the subject, the glory of God, as we prepare our vessels until we meet again. With me, Esther, right here on Radio Pulpit. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM. 657 AM, radio for believers in action.